This is Pathways to Resilience with Melissa Santos, the podcast where real people share real stories, helping us build our playbook toward resilience. Before we get started, just wanted to uh, have a trigger warning for today's episode, just to let you know that we will be hearing from two survivors of human trafficking who will talk about um, being controlled, uh, abuse, and their personal experience. And while they don't go into graphic detail, if this is something that may be too difficult for you to hear, you may want to listen at a later time. Welcome back. This is Melissa with Pathways to Resilience. And if you haven't listened to the last episode that we released with Sharon um, that described that it is Human Trafficking Awareness Month and talked about what human trafficking is, what it isn't, um, I would suggest listening to that first. Um, Today, we have some amazing individuals joining me, Enoch and Siberia, both of whom were clients of Community Solutions and now are advocates and helpers in the community supporting others who are going through um, experiences like they did. Um, And uh, so today's a really special episode of hearing personal stories about um, how human trafficking shows up in the lives of humans um, and hopefully building understanding and empathy um, for others and uh, inspiring people to become more aware that this is in our communities and in our world and um, and I guess just show up with more love for one another. Um, Enoch is uh, a, a survivor of human trafficking and is joining us today from his work site. He works for Tesla during sol- doing solar re- re- roofing and Enoch, I'm really appreciative of you being here. Thank you. And Siberia, uh, actually also a, a survivor and uh, now works for Community Solutions as a promotora, um, and she'll describe a little bit about uh, about that. So welcome to you, Siberia. Thank you. Why don't yes. we start with you, Siberia? Why don't you tell us a little bit about your role now with Community Solutions? Yeah, thank you. Yes, um, my role with Community Solutions now is... Um, working uh, in the community with people every day uh, i go to the different places um, to meet people and now uh, we have a contract uh, i'm promotora from community solution but we have a contract uh, with santa clara health department and we are helping people with everything about covid Mm -hmm. And that them give me the opportunity to be around people um, outside outside the stores or different events uh, where people are coming, like uh, 100 people or, or more. Uh-huh. So it's a lot of people. Or uh, sometimes we knock doors. We select communities with more uh, impact uh, from COVID. Um, we go right right there, and it's a community uh, Hispanic or mm-hmm. American communities. So um, my role is uh, speak with people every day, and that uh, gives me the opportunity to recognize any another problem, because community solutions uh, are looking for uh, different situations like. Uh, 
human trafficking, uh, domestic violence, mm -hmm. um, different abuse. Um, okay, so I can catch people. Yeah. I can see, I can listen to people every day and try to make connections with different services. Yeah. And we get trainings every day. Well, often we get feels trainings. like every day sometimes. <laughs> well, sometimes. Yeah. So like yeah, usually we uh -huh. it's, it's very often because this county have a different resource, mm -hmm. very um, very good programs. Mm -hmm. Um and we are interested in everybody know the uh, about the programs that helps uh, their necessities. Wonderful. Um, yeah. In our in the last um, when I interviewed Sharon, she talked about um, how to recognize some of the signs of someone being trafficked or in an unsafe situation. And what you're describing is getting these other opportunities, like supporting people with COVID resources, COVID testing, um, COVID care, and so being out in in the community, outside of grocery stores in neighborhoods where there may be high risk and while supporting people with what they might need from COVID also looking for those signs. And if there's, if, the, if you're seeing those signs, you kind of using that as an opportunity to let them know that there's help out there if they want it. And I just think um, that's just so much of what the message we're wanting to get out is you don't have to be a therapist. You don't have to be a lawyer to be able to, notice that someone might be going through a difficult time or something, something might be off, um, and to let them know that resources exist. So thank you, Siberia. Enoch, how about for you? How have you stayed connected with Community Solutions? Yeah, first of all, uh, being with the Community Solutions is a very great opportunity for me uh, because there are reasons why when I get to U.S., I didn't know any help or any uh, community solution or any nonprofit that they can support you on your way out living in America as a new person in America. You don't know nothing. Mm -hmm. You don't know anything about being in America. Right. And uh, oh, we, I get a problem with the person who like, who that uh, he claiming to help me out. Yep. yep. And uh, he sees our staff, and uh, I was trying to get my staff, my belongings from mm -hmm. him. Uh, he never gave it to me. Mm. And he turned out to like, uh, uh, slapping me and giving me blows, mm -hmm. like fighting with me. But mm. after, I didn't give up, and um, I was hurt because I was not returning any slaps that he's giving mm. me. Like being so like sober, uh, like uh, listening to him, and uh, uh, we end up uh, going to hospital. Mm. So when we end up in the hospital, and the nurses are asking me like my paperwork, my I, I only I was only having uh, uh one of my immigration paperwork. One piece of yeah. immigration paperwork. That's all you had on. That's all you had on your. Yep. Yeah. So I showed to them, then I saw I know uh, uh, I know uh, there was a migration paper called mm -hmm. ICE. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, report to ICE. ICE know me, so I'm not like I'm not in a system at all. 
Yeah. They they follow up and I tell them I saw it. Uh, a friend sees my stunts and I I try to get it and uh, it turned out to fight and he's giving me slaps, bros. So that's why I was I was uh, bleeding on my face a lot of it. So so I need treatment and. They, they tried to call police. And I said, no, no, don't call police. It's like, uh, I'm like, I don't want any problem with yeah. this guy. I only want my belongings yeah. because he was in my passport. Yep. So, and uh, they, they still called the police. Yeah. Yeah. So when the police came and they, they investigate us and they give us a, a report so that I can follow up the next morning. And uh, I did follow up the next day, and uh, they said, oh, "Well, like we don't have any record of this, although we have the report number, but they don't recognize anything. They don't have nothing, and they threw us out. They threw me out that because they don't have nothing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it just uh, I was working, and uh, me and my junior brother." We just uh, find a policeman sitting in his car. And I told him that, uh, you know what? Let's go to this policeman and tell him our story. Mm. We did. So we, we just knocked his door and he was very so kind. Wow. And since that time, I would never forget this policeman. That's the beginning of me seeing community solution. Mm. He took me and my brother in the car, and uh, he dropped us at the police station. And he said, oh, these guys need help. Mm. I've, I've listened to them, and they, it's, it seems like they need help a lot. So I think quickly they call Community Solution to come there because it's like half, it, half part is police case and half part we need somebody to uh, lead us or help. To help us. That's so powerful, Enoch. And again, this we talked about this in the last episode. So what you just described, and we'll talk more about it, was this what happens with control of, of, of people who you come to this country, someone says they're going to help you. Yes. They don't. They don't. They take your passport. They take everything. You know nothing in this Not- country. You're completely isolated with your brother. When you ask to access your things, they say no. They start physically assaulting you yes. and it took someone in that hospital, took that police officer, just not assuming that you were a criminal, not assuming that you were causing trouble, but just coming to you with kindness, as you said, to say, please just listen to our story. And because that police officer was aware of human trafficking said, I know who to call. I don't Uh know what to do, but I know the people that do. And I'm so glad that you, that you got that help. And we'll hear more from you in a minute. Siberia for you, what would you want people to know about your experience as a survivor of human trafficking? Yeah, it's just a very interesting question because this is the, that make me think in the most important moment, uh, like uh, you need, uh, you need the help. Mm-hmm. Um sometimes uh so sometimes you you don't know you don't know when you are a victim you don't know nothing you don't know laws you 
uh, usually are, you are from another country. Mm -hmm. I know that happened here with our people here, but if you are from another country, you don't know nothing. Mm -hmm. um, I want to, I want to, uh, people uh, now, so try to help them because with my experience, uh, I think I, I have a sen more sensitive sensitive sensitivity, sensitivity. Mm -hmm. sensitive, yeah mm -hmm. or, or something like uh, you can recognize uh how much uh, people are suffering because you you were in you that suffered uh, like they are exactly. you recognize yeah. it because you see yourself in them yeah yeah and each person uh yeah i can identify with each person when i mm -hmm. if i see somebody in trouble um, in that situation i so i mm -hmm. i just remember Mm -hmm. and make me uh, like uh, live again and mm. um, I want to help because I, I I can I can share that that uh, pain and mm. um, like uh, one day somebody uh, somebody helped me uh, in the street there was on the street and somebody just saw me mm. somebody was walking around me and said oh are you okay so that uh, that was the most important uh, thing. Like uh, somebody somebody catch me on the street. I was homeless mm. that moment. And so I I know it's very important if somebody be, is aware outside, have all information, and in that moment we get the information, we save our life. Mm -hmm. Siberia, if I can ask, um, and then I'll ask the same of you, Enoch, in a minute. Um, how from first, I think it would be good for people to know what what your country of origin is, what country you come from, and how how was it? Um, what were you told that made you say, "Oh yes, I'm going to come"? Yeah. So yes, um, uh, my story was because uh, I was in Panama. Mm -hmm. I, I left my country because uh, my country has a dictatorship mm -hmm. from 20 years now. 20 years of dictatorship. Yeah, mm -hmm. 20 years. And that is so horrible. Mm. We have to survive. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I have to travel to Panama and then looking for any opportunities to, to work. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, I met people bad people but in that moment uh, it looks know, like right? a professional company mm -hmm. to uh, offer job or well everything happened uh, they gave me the offer to work here like mm -hmm. a nanny mm -hmm. and they make uh, everything they paid my ticket fly and everything and they promised okay Siberia you are the per person the right person uh, you so you are, you are going to work right there and we will fix your papers, your permits, everything. And they pay everything and then I came mm. and they took me in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. San Francisco and then I started uh, working like nanny, but mm -hmm. you know, was not like that because at the same day they took my passport, they took my cell phone, they closed doors. Mm. In that house, all doors were closed and windows, mm. and they set up alarm so that you couldn't and leave. cameras. Wow! 
And so I start right there, but in the first day, you don't know. Right. So you, you see, okay. And then I start uh, the lady or the person, they start, uh, um, so, uh, they start saying, okay, you have to do that. You have to do that. So pressure, pressure, and start, uh, you, you don't recognize that they start uh, damaging my yeah, they're manipulating your manipulating you. yes. control. Yes, and then more and more every yeah. day, more and more. I was do I was uh, supporting that, or I was, I was okay doing everything because yeah. you don't know. And then they mix, uh, they mix control with uh, fears, and mm-hmm. um, and then one day you recognize, okay, I'm in in their hands. Mm-hmm. And that was really bad because How long you start were you suffering. There, Siberia. How long were you in that? Three months. I was. Months. I was three months. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, bad things happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wanna say so. The the lady start um, abusing me. Like uh, I wanna see your. Uh, without clothes, I wanna see how you take a bath. I wanna. She wanna control how much how much uh, food I have to put in my spoon. Mm. And like stuff like that, like a lot of control and then say, okay, you are garbage people. Mm-hmm. You are, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't know nothing. You are, well, mm-hmm. a lot of things, bad things. And you start changing your mind. Feeling yeah, you start bad. believing it, right? Exactly. So just and, to recap Siberia, thank you so much. This is so, it's powerful and it's difficult and I appreciate you sharing but this 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 example that happens all of the time where you are in a country where um it is really it's abusive right the government and the dictatorship is abusive and you're looking for work and it's not like you got work off of some guy in an alley it was a professional company that said we have opportunity for you you are the person for this job and they take care of everything here's your flight here's where you're going to i mean that sounds like amazing right great yes and then you get there and immediately everything is much like Enoch, your passport, everything's taken away and you have no idea. You're, you've never been in this country. You have no idea. And before you know it, you're being severely physically, emotionally, sexually abused, and you're stuck. There are cameras, there are alarms, you can't get out. And so did you eventually get out? And that's what caused you to be living on the streets? Well, no, I was, I was tremendous inside the house mm-hmm. even though i didn't never i i knew how cold was outside because mm-hmm. it was winter mm-hmm. but one day the lady told me you are ready when she saw me like a slave very mm-hmm. uh obedient 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 she saw uh-huh. you, she thought you were really obedient exactly she mm-hmm. told me okay you are ready so mm-hmm. i need you in another country she had mm-hmm. another plan i say what Okay, I say, no, I don't want to go another country. I'm scared because you mm-hmm. told me if I go outside the door, the police told uh, want to yeah. take me and uh, send me to jail because she starts saying, oh, you are working with a permit. I say yeah. her, well, you promised me my permit. I don't, I don't want to. You have yeah. to sacrifice more. Yeah. And she never, she never paid me. She yeah. offered my the money, but she not pay me, not paid. So you had no and money, nothing. Remember your family is hungry. Remember your country. Remember your family. So she manipulated with mm-hmm. my, my my family. Mm-hmm. 
And then uh, she say, are you ready? I was so scared, but it's, I start feeling like a one voice inside inside me, my hair. Mm-hmm. I say, no, you have to, like, I have to escape from the house because she said in four days we have we have to travel. So you were four days India. away from being sent to India. Yes, to India. We say what? Um, in this this day, I I say no. I have to escape from this house. Mm-hmm. But I was looking for for the the code mm-hmm. door code. Mm-hmm. I was looking for that and. That was so difficult because, mm-hmm. but you, my mind changes. I had you. I have to do. Mm-hmm. I yes. Um, one night, I, I tried to open door. I open door. Mm-hmm. It was so hard, like a movie. I but bet. okay, you went. But I, God helped me to open that door. But she saw me. She listened to me. She came. She started fighting against me. She hit mm-hmm. me. She was crazy. And then she said, "You can't escape because you are my business." Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't know uh, uh, her plan. Mm-hmm. And she said, "You are my business." And but, but I opened her, and she remembered. So I could take. I could uh, take my. Took my passport. Yep. Before, because well, this was big, big you deal. You sort to, of began to, to make a plan for yourself to get out. Yes. Doing what you could. And yeah. she remember the pa- yep. the papers. I don't know. She ran to to the to the her her room, and then I could escape. Wow. I ran. I I ran. I didn't know my way. I ran. I don't know how much. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. And then I went to the street. I stopped. That was so hard because I was on the street with the yeah. money. Yeah. I was like, I was homeless for for days. I was homeless. Nothing. I was just crying on the street. I bet. I bet. And then, so I want to recognize you. You think, you think, every, you think a lot of things bad and good, mm-hmm. but I was thinking in kill myself yeah. because yeah. It's, a, it's a lot of feelings. Like you think in your family, you think you are in trouble, you think you are a very bad person, you think like you don't, you don't, you can't do nothing, like you are everything, like she, she, she said before, like I'm immigrant, mm-hmm. no rights, uh, Latina. Yeah. I'm going to stop you there, Siberia. I think, and thank you. Um, but I think that's also really important to understand that with all that we see in the media and the hatred towards people from other countries and immigrants and the fear of going to jail, going to all those things, you know, just for people to, I mean, to just think about what a position that puts somebody in to say, I, I, I literally have nothing so much fear. Um, and I don't know what's next, uh, until a stranger sees you on the street with kindness and helps you get where you need to go for you, Enoch, um, maybe could you tell us the country that you're from and a little bit about how, how you ended up sort of getting here? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm originally from Ghana, uh, West, West side of Africa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was having a friend and, uh, the friend came and visit me. Yeah. He's from us. Okay. 
How uh, did you meet that friend, Enoch? Yeah, I meet I meet him from my friend. Okay. Yeah. So he came to Ghana to visit. Visit me. Okay. And so when he came, he said that uh, I told I told him my problems that uh, my brother need help and uh, I need to help him and we need to get out from the country as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. So when he get back, he give me an offer that oh then I can support you. Mm. That's okay. Then I was happy. Yeah. That yeah he's going to support me and uh, we tried to. Uh, flew to uh ecuador mm-hmm. yes so uh in the beginning he we were talking on the phone and uh he met us uh ecuador and he said oh when you, you guys uh, come to ecuador i will going to help you to do another flight and fly to mexico we we were not having any idea about no it. idea you're thinking this guy is helping you out and okay, we're going to Ecuador, then we're going to Mexico. Yeah. Okay. And he's, yeah. he's arranging everything and paying for everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I pay some and, but he paid yeah. more. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. Uh, I wanted to get out from the country and uh, might help my brothers out too. Mm-hmm. So we miss this guy in Ecuador and uh, we started the journey from then. He said, no, we don't, we, we can't, fly here to uh Mexico. I said, why? That's why you told us. I said, no, so no, you're no. stuck in Ecuador. Yes. For a little bit. Little this and uh he took us to uh uh, uh Colombia. Mm. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So when you reach Colombia and uh unfortunately uh the police people arrest us. Mm. And uh when they arrest us, I think they knew they knew that maybe traffic. Mm-hmm. So they tried to question us. And I said, oh, he's our friend. We tried to cover him. Yeah. Because at yeah. that point, you still trusted him. Yes. So you didn't think there was anything to report. Oh. Like, no, he's our friend. He's oh. helping us. Yeah. yeah. Even though they thought maybe something was up. You were like, no, not him. Yeah. yeah. We, wow. we, we, we came for a visit to meet him here to just have fun. and. Mm. He will go back to U.S. and we will go back to Ghana. Got it. So you told him, hey, we're just here for a vacation. Yes. For mm. them to just let us go. So mm. they did us and they give us uh, some uh, two weeks to stay in the Colombia. So after that, and we stayed in Colombia about uh, almost two weeks with wow. him. And he said, no, we have to uh, take a bus and go to uh and like and come to Panama and like he showed us how to get up all the way to wow. so you went to northern side of Colombia and he left us there. Wow. And he said, Oh, you guys can go, you you guys can come. I'm going to meet you guys at uh Mexico with no idea. And unfortunately. We met some, uh, after that, after he left, we met some uh, African guys from other different countries from mm-hmm. Africa and mm-hmm. some Indians. And so that was a route like the, the same similar way that the friend was telling us. So they had that, a similar story. You started meeting other people who were told the same yeah. thing you were going, no. huh, yeah. what's we up with this? Bus. We are going to take bus to bus, bus to bus. 
mm-hmm. from Panama to like all the way up. So was this a situation where they took you in such these wild yes. ways that there was no way that you would know okay. how to get home? Yes. No way. You like you are fully convinced that mm-hmm. that's the route that you have to do to mm-hmm. get to Mexico. Mm-hmm. So we too, we accept that. It's very hard hardship. I will not advise anybody to pass there. Yeah. So from Colombia, we met some people and we walk in the bush. Mm. We cross them. We we use a boat to cross sea to uh, from Colombia to uh, what do you call uh, Panama, Costa Rica, Honduras. Uh, My from from all the way up, and it was crazy, like Jenny. I can't imagine. Yeah, but so how do you get so you get then? How do you eventually get to the United States? Yeah, unfortunately, God so being good, we get to yeah Mexico, and this guy never show up. Mm-hmm. We call him, we talk to him, he never show. So no, no, no. Now I can't come. I'm busy. I'm working. So you guys have to figure it out. Wow. And so we don't have any money even survive. And he said, okay, find a friend and I'll send the friend money. And we did that. And uh, he sent us a couple of dollars to a rent hotel and other stuff and come all the way. So uh, he, he wanted us to, when we are coming on our way, we meet a lot of people and so you have but when we are coming, we were going immigration to immigration. Mm-hmm. That's one thing helped us. Got it. We didn't go away with that immigration. So every country that we go, we go to, we find immigration. So and you were the, going to those immigration offices and checking yeah. in with them because you wanted to make sure that you were legit yes. and getting whatever help you needed. Yeah. When you when you go to the immigration, they will give you a month yep. to stay, even yep. if it's a Honduras, they will give you a month to stay in Honduras, like paperwise. Yep. So we were doing that. And when we reached uh, Mexico, we went to uh, immigration and they give us uh, paperwork to stay there one month. So we tried to travel all the way from the south to north, like, um, uh, I forgot this name, like close to uh, San Diego. Uh-huh. Yeah. So when we were there for two days and uh, we said, oh, we have to go to U.S. We talked to this guy and they said, oh, yeah, then you are here already. Then come. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's uh, the, the, the place in Tijuana. Tijuana. And did, yeah. at this point, Enoch, are you and your brother still kind of trusting this guy? Yeah. Because you're just, you're believing him. You're like, okay, yeah. he's busy. Yes, already by our trust. Right. He bought your, he bought your trust. That's right. And he was still sending some money. And so now you get to him in the U S and maybe just a couple minutes about kind of when you, when did you realize things weren't good? We realized realized that things were not good when we get to him Mm. working. He made us work with him. As soon as we get here, he told us that if you, if you guys didn't listen to me, I'm going to report you to immigration mm. and send you back home. Mm. And we too, we don't want to go home back. And, and you've just literally, literally taken buses and boats oh, and walked yeah. through the 
world for goodness sakes, practically to get to whatever this was that was going, that promised you. This guy is going to hit us. To help your family. Yes. Your uh, your brothers that were still back in Ghana. No, my brother is with me. Your brother's with you. Got it. To help your brother. Away from that. Yep. To find a shelter and find a, a, a help. Yeah. So he took that opportunity to uh, use that. So when we get here, when we get to him, finally, and uh, he took our passport, we took all our some of the some of our belongings, and that very day, we started working with him. Mm-hmm. He was doing Lancaster stuff, uh, like uh, construction stuff. Construction work. Okay. Yeah. So you were working with him, and. Only one day he bought food for us. And the next day he gave us another guy to work with us. So that guy, that guy gave us some money. So the money that the guy gave it to us, he didn't take the money. Mm-hmm. But he wants us to work for him. Mm-hmm. Like free, not giving us nothing, not paying us. So nothing. the guy that came, the guy that you met was willing to give you some work and actually pay you for that work. But your so-called friend said, no, 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 you're, no. you're work, you're working for me and I'm not paying you. And sometimes I'm going to feed you. Yes. Hmm. And he even the feeding he stopped. So he stopped he, giving you food. Yes. He, he will, he will let us work with guy, uh, another guy and the guy who give us like pay us. And we use that uh, money to feed ourselves. And mm-hmm. one day, him that what is what doing? It's like you are you are slaving us. Mm-hmm. And you, I was I I was having trust in you. Mm-hmm. And when I get there, it's way different. Mm-hmm. And he told me that yeah, that face is different face. Here is America. Is that's my other face? Wow. So he said that to you. Yes. He said, when and, you were there, I showed you that face, but you're yeah. here now and it's different. But, I'm in charge. And even that, that very day, he gave me a slap. He slapped mm-hmm. my, like, mm-hmm. he gave me one slap and I said, no, okay, if, the, that's, if that's what you are going to do, one day, one day, you are going to get into big trouble mm-hmm. because what you are doing is not good. Mm-hmm. Making us work for you, not paying us, seizing out all our document, and at the same time, we are sleep- We are homeless. We are sleeping in a car, and still you want us to work for you free. You don't want to give us nothing. He I, told us. Go ahead. Yeah, it, we were having uh, a immigration uh, monitor. So the so immigration we, was monitoring us. They were so we watching. Had, yeah, report to immigration every month, and he told us that he don't want us to do that. Right. He doesn't want anyone to know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. and. As soon as he told me that, and I start thinking something. Mm-hmm. So you knew something's up. Why do you want, why is it? So yes. and I'm going to pause you there, Enoch, but I just, what, what similar stories of this promise mm-hmm. and you're desperate for a better life for you and your family. And one of the things, and then we'll go to the next question. Cause I want to get how you, where you find your strength. I want to get to the positive of where you are now, but I, I want to say that when we think about people who are homeless that we see on the street or we see people, um, people of color or people working that we just never know their story. And I'm just the power uh, that I'm hearing from both of you of the kindness of a stranger 
to be willing to listen to your story with an open heart that led you to help versus judge you, get you arrested. You know, there was, there's such a different thing this could have ended in, right. In so many ways. Um, and how important it, that both of you talk about people that again, they weren't working in immigration. They weren't working in as lawyer. They were just people who saw you and said, Hey, do you need some help? So as you begin your path out, which is not easy, it's not like you go through all that. And the next day you feel better, right? You, as you were experiencing or describing Siberia, I mean, you're dealt with fear. You're still not in your own country. You're still all these things. How how do you, how do you begin to trust people like community solutions and others? Trust me with this conversation when you've gone through all of that. How, how, how did you connect to your inner strength and your resilience? Enoch, why don't you answer? And then Siberia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the reason why is that, um, first of all, uh, seeing community solution is true of uh, police people. Mm. Yeah, they introduced me to community solution. They, Erica and uh, uh, I forget, I think Cheyenne, mm-hmm. they, that's the very first time I saw them. And they uh, uh, talking to us and they said, oh, they can help us to for our immigration paperwork, they they like they started. They took us to come to solution, and they give us some like they bought us food, and they bought us like they give us clothes and say, ah, oh, these people can help us. Mm. Yeah, we have been hearing uh, like a lot of people, but we were like homeless in San Francisco, mm. so in like. Deep, deep, deep homeless. Yeah, that's actually amazing that you both were in San Francisco. Yeah. You were both. Yeah. Uh, Enoch, how do you show up today with such a smile and positivity? Where, do, how, do, how, where have you found your joy? Because you look, yes. you're, uh, you're, you're beaming with joy. Yes. Um, uh, like if if I think about where I started from and now where I am, and a great help from Big Solution and everyday singing Big Solution, uh, everyday singing. Community solution makes me get more exciting and mm. more happy mm. that they are they are people they there a lot of people that they need help but they are not getting that help. Mm-hmm. But I was lucky guy to meet community solution and they teach me the way teach me how to uh, like I cope with American system and being with uh, America with no idea training from different culture, different country, yeah. different background, and being with, uh, uh, like, different, another, like, uh, country. And uh, they are the one, even I met some African people mm. who didn't support me. Mm-hmm. They tried mm-hmm. to take that, take that uh, uh, opportunity to uh, better their life. Yeah. But they couldn't help me from their heart. But come. Solution is not African people. Right. They are not my kind, but they hold me as they 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 are kind. What you just said was so powerful. Like, so the the food was important and the clothing was important and the legal things were important, but they came to you with kindness from their heart to say yeah. and that helped you yeah. to believe in yourself. First time I saw Erica, mm-hmm. Erica was smiling like the way I'm smiling now. Yeah. Yeah. She smiles like, yeah. And that's, and that's what made the difference to talk to us serious. Wow. And 
that that that's the reason why I always say, uh, Erica is my mom here. Mm. If I have to say that, mm. that that's the way for me to express to anybody who is listening to know that the heart that this woman showed to me that very first time through community solution, like it's it's, it's amazing. So powerful, Enoch. Thank you. Thank you. Siberia, how about for you? Well, it's, yeah, very similar. Uh, yeah, we should recognize this. It's not easy because mm-hmm. you don't trust nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't even trust yourself. Never yeah, mind. Exactly. And, but the, the style, how the people speak, community solution people, uh, they are very sweet, very kindness, very, so they want to listen to you. They want to listen. They want to hear. They want to hear you. Yes, they want to, they want to know. So, and they, they explain everything clear, nothing dark, nothing. Oh, so, and something very important is they give me opportunity to choose. Mm, choice you didn't have choice choice my yeah my so they respect my decisions and they give me different options Mm. okay Uh, um the therapy the therapy they connect Mm -hmm. me with therapy and uh, that's so important because Mm -hmm. really professional people uh, with a different method to overcome my trauma Mm -hmm. my my crisis Mm -hmm. because Anxious, anxious. Yeah, anxiety. Anxious, yeah, anxiety. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, my nightmares. Because if yeah. you are awake, uh, you think too much. If you are sleeping, you get nightmares, mm-hmm. and that's so horrible. Because mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a deep process, uh, emotional, uh, phys- uh, mental process. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have a method. They have uh, ways. Because uh, the um, therapy case managers, uh, mm-hmm. uh, another uh, roommates, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the environment inside the shelter mm-hmm. that helped me. You are never alone, mm-hmm. um, and they give you, they make connections with all kinds of service, uh, uh, hospital, and clothes, food, and you start a uh, 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 I don't know how to say uh, fit, fit, hold your needs, and your needs then you start feeling. Yeah, yeah, you start feeling feeling better. Fulfilled, fulfilled, fulfilled. Uh-huh. Uh, everything that you need. Uh-huh. So clothes, food, uh, even money. Because and how did pay- those things, Sabir? How did those things help you connect to inside of yourself? Because you talked about also that there was a moment when you said, "I got to get out of here." And you just, you, you made a decision. So there was, you were, and you said there was an inner voice that told you that. How do you continue to, to listen to that inner and trust that inner voice of yours? Yes, I continue because I believe in God. Mm. I can, I can't forget my family, how much love my family gave me all the time. Um, I think that was for, that was the most important reason to mm. keep uh, a stand up again. Mm-hmm. And my religion, mm-hmm. because I think God is with me. I'm, I have to learn. 
I start listening a lot of things inside me because say, okay, you are here for some reason. You met people with really bad people, but now you have good people. Mm -hmm. uh, I start comparing. Mm -hmm. I say, no, that make me, that is one sign, one light. Right. So, and then you start feeling. Just I, I follow my my feelings mm. because they they are very good people in community solution and they explain very clear everything on time and then I say no yeah they are right so you just feel you feel you 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 both described you're able to tap in you see the feeling in front of you that's genuine it helps you to trust your own feelings again. So that, as you said, Enoch, you can see where you were and where you are now and yes. keep moving forward. And the fact that you can both also not only trust yourselves and trust the world and bring love and joy to others after what you've been through, but that you also want to help others is just yeah. incredible. And um, we're just about out of time, but I, yes. I just want to thank you and let you know... Um, how much I deeply appreciate you trusting me with this conversation and that I know it will be impactful for people yeah. to hear. And I hope that it's people who, if they see someone homeless on the street or see someone that's, that's asking for help, mm -hmm. that people just be open to listening to other human beings because you never know what someone's going through. Yeah. And uh, if I can add this little piece. And one thing I will say is that never lose hope. Mm. Always try to push it. No matter how the situation, never lose hope. Mm. Because uh, God always have uh, good ways for us. Mm. Uh, one thing, that's one thing I, if I see myself, I never lose hope. Mm. Always my mind is there will be another way, even though I'm in very, very creepy place, but it will be another way. And that will tend to come to solution. Wow. That's yeah. what, and one thing, when you see, when, when, when you see somebody seizing your document, when so, somebody is seizing your things, as soon as you have to think that this person is trying to uh, traffic, traffic me, that's another good message. It's that, and if you are out there and people are making these kinds of promises to you, you have to be careful, be careful because, yeah. um, and just to be aware of, of, yes. of that, that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's for people that can but, be helpers, but also people that can fall victim yes. to a promise I, that's not real. I was traffic and I didn't know that I was, you didn't I even was, know what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. didn't have any idea. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you both so you much. Me. Enoch, are you going to go work in the rain, putting up some solar panels today? I hope you stay dry in Siberia, <laughs> going out and continuing your work in the community. I appreciate it both both of you so much. I hope, um, Siberia, we've met in person, but um, to be able to meet you at some point in person too, Enoch, and I just thank you so much <laughs> for being here. Thank, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Thanks for tuning in and listening and just again, a humble and um, genuine thank you uh, to Siberia and Enoch 
for their willingness to put faces, names, and experiences to human trafficking and hopefully to open your hearts, your minds, your empathy, and your awareness as neighbors, friends, community members. If you need help, if you want to report a tip with information on potential human trafficking activity or to learn more by requesting training or technical assistance or to get resources, you can call the National Human Trafficking Hotline at 1-888-373-7888. Thanks for listening to Pathways to Resilience, an initiative of Community Solutions. For more information, please visit our website, www.communitysolutions.org.